0: Hey, we welcome to a brand
1: new
2: MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got Shang. We got Ween Dog we're waiting for Tyler. We got a stack show. We got Jay Haran, um, former. UFC, he's this guy was in the UFC, he was in Strike Force, he was in Bellator, he was the IFL champion, uh and other things, and uh so he's gonna be joining us. He's also now uh doing great as an actor. Holy shit, wait till I him. we also have a press conference uh between Wow uh we have a press conference between uh Trap Gambino, Ashley Gambino's husband, oh no, fighting Marquise Nelson. So we got a stack show uh, uh, here. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California. Don't go to the dispensary to get it. Get it delivered right to you. They got edibles. They got weed. They got CBD. They got TH right. sex lube, which my wife and I use all the time. Highly recommend it. Highly uh, recommend it. <laughs> yeah. I even masturbate while using it. That's how good it is. Uh, I want to get double high. So um, check it out. Uh, go to speedweed.com. What's going on? Uh, so, uh, me and Shane, we've been doing these Zoom comedy shows. Uh, yes. Which, which I, I, I got hired last week by, by 10th Planet Boulder, um, by Frank Connor and, um, and Heather Joe Clark. Heather's a former UFC fighter, Connor's a former Frank Forrest fighter. And they have a gym now in, uh, you know, in Denver, Colorado. And they said, hey, we want to you know, do a comedy show for our students. So, we want to hire you. And it was awesome. It was awesome, but it's still hard because you have to mute the crowd. And the reason you mute the crowd <laughs> is because idiots ha- come in. Like it's one thing to like heckle in person, which is still think, like, a lot of pussy move, but to do it on the internet is like the lowest form of heckling. There's like <clears throat> because at least in person you could see the person. So these Zoom people, they 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 come in they start putting porn on everybody's thing, and they start saying the N-word, and this and that, and F the Jews. So you have to silence everybody, and in the beginning, otherwise they come in and they ruin the whole show, which is like, and then we're doing a comedy to make people laugh, for all quarantine. This is your hobby, you're not getting paid for this, you're just being a dick. Um, which is crazy. So, right. but the show, people are like, well what's it like not hearing laughter? Uh, which, I mean, as comics, sometimes you don't hear laughter, but it's, it's different when you do Zoom shows because when you're expect expecting that I hear laughter, it's like no pressure. When you want to hear laughter, and don't hear laughter, then you're like, "Fuck." You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. But I can see the but I can see the people laughing. You can see them or they're like holding up emojis or something. It's a, it's a crazy experience, but it's still fulfilling some sort of need to make people laugh. And uh, right. and it's nice to have a comedy show where I don't have to leave my couch literally. I can just log on do a thing. And then also, it's also like nice because if I do them every week, it's forcing me to write new material because not that I wouldn't write it anyway, but knowing that the same people are going to come back next Tuesday if you're a Zoom show, um, it's forcing me to write new jokes. And also, when this is over, I want to stay sharp. I, I don't want to be that, com- cause the comics are going to be like two months not doing comedy. They're going to be like, uh, but if you start, if you keep doing it, you're, you're still working that muscle, that right. muscle. So. How, how, do you, how, how do you feel about it, Shane?
1: No, I, right now, I've been... At first, I didn't want to do them because I thought, this is bullshit. You know, but then I thought it'll give me good ways to rip into new material. And you and the thing is, when comics watch, when you make comics laugh, you know that there's a good chance that the audience will... It'll rip, with audience... Because I, I try to... Because my pacing is so fast on stage. So... And, and yeah, yeah, you're nonstop too, because we've done shows, and I watch you. You're like boom, boom, joke, joke, joke. Yeah. So that pacing from the audience. But no, I've learned how now to just tell more stories. I got more stories now from doing the Zoom, you know, uh comedy. I just did one, man. It was like fifty bucks, and people were like, "Why are you?" Like, I'm like, "Yeah." Compared to what I'm making the road, no, of course not. But yeah. it was fifty bucks, and I literally watched it, and then I'll just. Went in the kitchen and made some
2: soup. Yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you could do like four, or nine, I mean, that's things. I was actually getting some decent money for it, and it was it was it was fun. And then also, so I did one Saturday night where I just did an hour, and uh, I've done one of those. And then it was uh, uh Ronda Rousey's mom, Anne Marie, Dr. Marie was there uh, with her daughter, uh, her other daughter, who's a, a soccer player, who's awesome. Like she just showed up, and then Isaac Valley Flag was there, who. And I started making fun of people individually. Like, Isaac Valley Flag was a UFC fighter who then got in, like, a lot of trouble with drugs and meth and was caught with, like, trying to rob a bank or something. And now he actually is sober and doing bare-knuckle boxing. So I'm like, bare-knuckle wow. boxing has saved this guy's life. Like, who would have thought it would be bare-knuckle So I made fun of him. And then Cody Bollinger is here. He's the guy that, like, he was in the UFC, made it to the Ultimate Fighter, miss weight. I'm like, well, at least he made way for the Zoom show. And I was just like ripping. And Heather Joe Clark, I'm like, I, I'm I'm not surprised that you were in the UFC because you're the ultimate fucking complainer. And I was, <laughs> you know, I was having fun. It was it, it, it was cool. I was uh. But yesterday was a rough day because I have this dog. My dog Miles. He's got a missing ear. He was using his bait for pit bull fighting. He's like just had a rough go, you know. And he's bitten everybody I know. everybody you know. So yesterday, now he's like he's blind. And he's deaf, and he's like, he's up there. He's like probably fourteen, fifteen years old. I mean, he's a do- he's a, he he like needs a seeing eye dog. My dog, like, like my dog, needs- <laughs> like I gave him pet CBD oil, and now he's trying to convince me the Earth is flat and, and that five Gs are controlling everything. So, yesterday I'm changing my dog's. I'm changing my, my my baby's diaper, and I just hear him crying, crying. My two cats attacked him, like they oh, no. hit on him, like. Because he's always walking into them and jumping on the couch while they're there. He can't see. And they just they, – they, they tore his eye. Like his eye was bleeding. So – Wow. cats are no joke. Him. Dude, they both double teamed him. It was two on one. And they tried, they, they tried to kill him. So uh, that was – I had to go to the vet yesterday. Uh, which oh, man. Is, now I'm, I'm in the vet during a quarantine. And I, the guy so I'm like with a mask. He's wearing a mask. He's just, it was rough. So I had to wipe his eye. It was just, it was a rough day yesterday.
1: Well, so. don't you think, this sounds really cold-blooded, but at that age, when dogs get old, don't they put them down?
2: I mean, that's an option. And my, my, my wife is like, seems to want that out because it's hard because he's bit our baby and we have to constantly be watching him and because she doesn't know. She goes up to him and grabs his tail or tries to give him hugs and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. But I, I can't put him down. until. No,
1: that's what – yeah, okay. I, my, my, I had a uh, dog named Skippy, and he started getting older and walk. Milwaukee's wobbling and shit. And after a while, you know, my pops was like you – know, my <laughs> pops was really cold-blooded. He's like, you know what? Fuck this dog. Enough. I got – you know what? I got enough stuff to take care of. If you can't take care of him, I'm taking him to the thing. And he took him there, and that was it. So I think that's more humane because when they get old, they really don't have any sense of anything.
2: No, I know, I know. But then, like, he'll be happy. Like, like if, if I take a, like a meatball or chicken out, all of a sudden he his his eyes come back and he's running around. So it's 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 hard. It's, it's yeah. Hard. Once
3: they once they stop eating, that's when. It's like I, I have this old ass pug right here, dude. Look at this old ass piece of shit pug. And I talked to the vet and I said, when should I know when to put her down? And she basically said, when they stop eating and when she can't walk, that's pretty much you know. Yeah. But
1: uh, when they can't walk is really that's really
2: bad.
3: Yeah.
4: My
2: wife's grandparents are like born again Christians, right? Super, like she's half Mexican. They're Trump supporters. They, 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 they like every day watch. You know, they love. They're the, Trump supporters and this Climate Mexican wow. Mexican Trump supporters, which is like being like R. Kelly for Amber Alerts, right? Yeah. Um, so they put in my comedy show. They were bored. Like, let's watch Adam's comedy. They made it three minutes. And now they're mad. I'm like, aren't you guys supposed to be forgiving? Uh, they you know, like, yeah. like, they said, cause I was like, oh, all these wife jokes and I couldn't believe it. So that they were like mad at me. It was the whole thing.
1: I've uh, seen people, I've seen people, uh, heckle you, but you don't get it that bad. I've had, I've had people walk towards the stage. I've, uh, hit people in the face with a mic. I've done, in Philly, I've smashed somebody's teeth out with a mic. Really? Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Cause he, he grabbed my, he tried to grab my foot and pull my foot. So I took the mic. You know how it has a big metal bottom? I just swung it like this, caught him right here. And I didn't have any, I, I lost the lawsuit, but still. Yeah, cause the club sued me. Club called, And this is going to be the most hilarious thing. The club was called Stitches. Bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> well, you not. That is the real name of the club. It ended up getting bought by the, uh, Comedy Factory. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Same i was on a show up. in new york at the new york comedy club remember they had that small room yeah was the closet there. they turned into a club and then like the actual room i, I used to plunge the toilets for stage time and um oh my god and like put away chairs at like two in the morning and i was on the, the only show they put me on was ozzy's puerto rican show started at midnight on friday and i, I would get to like the, the, the check spot the worst spot and i was the only one who, did, who, who, who was white they hated me to begin with. so about to go on, there was a comic named Angel something. He had like tattoos all over his neck and like he was, he did some time, whatever. It was pretty funny. But he was on stage and then this other comic like, or maybe he was drunk and he wouldn't get off. The other guy kept lighting him. The comic kept lighting him. It was like a tag team thing where you bring up the next comic. The guy went, approached the stage to grab the mic out of his hand and the comic let go. He hit himself with the microphone. So he thought he got punched. So he just cracks the comic. All the crowd runs out. Like the comics are fighting each other, right? Nobody pays the bill. Fucking lights come on. Cops get called. I'm supposed to go next. Right? I'm like, I'm <laughs> not going on. And then some comic bumps me and still goes on. So some comic's still doing material that everyone's like running out and the cops are there. This is, uh.
1: I think that's great though. <laughs> yeah. I've, no, I've, I've seen shows cause I, I fluctuate from doing mainstream shows to urban shows and the, everybody thinks the urban shows are the worst. No. No. It's been the mainstream shows. Laugh Factory where Dane, Dane Cook said something about said word Mexican and then a whole bunch of Mexicans wanted to beat him up. Yeah. And then when I was on the road with David Tell and ended up being their bodyguard with David <laughs> Tell and Louis C.K., and they were so mad at them about jokes because David Tell was just going on, people. We're in London. Oh, yeah, your women are ugly. Oh, yeah, you drive on the wrong side of the road. What the fuck is up with your teeth, people in London? And they didn't see that as funny. They saw that as <laughs> – I'm not as hilarious. And so I, I'd have to always – I've gotten fights with people because I needed the money to finish the tour because they wanted to beat them up. They it never was, came wait, at me.
2: Wait, it was you, Louis C.K., and Dave Attell?
1: Dave, Dave Attell.
2: That's London. an amazing tour.
1: We, I, I went up first, and then I would literally – They would do so bad sometimes because he was he was a little tipsy. It was just a little bit. But he's funny. And cool. then we come off stage, and these people in these pubs were like, bollocks, what your you in I didn't want to grab you and drag you down the street. And I'm like, dude, don't hit him. I need him for the rest of the tour. I cool. literally – I became friends with him because of that. But I was like – and it was weird. I got into a shoving match, and then the one dude – I actually grabbed his – I grabbed his wrist and turned it, and then he went down. And then they thought I punched him. I was like, no, I was only trying to make sure that he didn't hit Dave. Of course, so it, yeah. So it wasn't even that. But I, I'm so glad I work nice clubs now. I'm so glad things are going like up to this point. Things were going really well.
2: Uh, yeah, I saw. I saw, dude. I hated your Instagram stories, by the way, because you make these videos where you're like a night, a life of a comic, and it sees you checking into like fucking. I don't know, some kind of palace. Like, I was, no, palace. I was, <laughs> and then and then you don't show any of your set. Everyone's getting a standing ovations, you're like, off to the next place. I'm like, what is this bullshit? What is oh, this you place? know what I, <laughs> I wanted
1: them to come see the live show. I had like a bunch of comedy clubs in a row and I was like, I wanted them to come to the next show. That's why I wouldn't show any of my set.
2: I know, but all you're showing is you checking into, like, a five-star hotel, people, people <laughs> loving you, and then I'm like, what the fuck? Why did I just watch this? I feel shitty about my own life. I got to watch this? Like, Stop this
1: it, is- Mr. Uh, Tonight Show. Oh, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Queen, fuck, he's been like, on the Tonight Show. Been on, I haven't done the Tonight, I've done the Late Show. He's done all of the shows. Shut up. Shut up. Shut Queen
2: Dog. how are you, by the way?
3: I'm good man i'm I'm very eager to wrap this uh quarantine up. I'm starting to get that itch to be productive. It's been like two months now, and I haven't really done anything except play video games and <laughs> you know eat <laughs> I, are you much healthy though no, I'm not healthy. I've been drinking uh beer and alcohol liquor at a ferocious pace. I become a severe alcoholic. Uh, I'm not even kidding. I need help. I need someone to send me to a psychiatrist or to a um, institution that will help me get sober. Um, no, you don't. Come think, on, is this a joke? I, no.
1: I, think, he, I think he's <laughs> serious. I think he has been drinking every day.
3: Um, I cut all beer out. I, I used to drink uh, at the start of the quarantine. I would you, you see him on the podcast drinking Heineken in the morning at uh, 10 a.m. or whatever we do this at.
1: Yeah, I cut beer out. You're drinking in the morning, you start in the morning.
3: Yeah there's no point to wait at night. I don't got no obligations during the day. So why not just start when I'm, you know, most susceptible to the alcohol. I take one sip of the beer. I already feel it. I'm already loosey-goosey.
2: Aren't you getting in school right now?
3: I am in school.
2: So how I should are you probably
3: pay more attention to my school work, to be honest with you, <laughs> but I've cut all beer out because I gained 10 pounds in the week. And you can see to my face. I'm a lot rounder. From the alcohol, so now I'm only doing whiskey, the straight whiskey and straight vodka. Oh, that's because, better. Yeah, because you know, look at the keto diet. If you look at the keto diet, it's okay to drink whiskey and you know, the hard liquor just by himself. No, no, no. I'm serious. That's the that's the keto. That, if it's healthy no. on keto, it should be healthy, no. you know. Either way, well, the keto diet
2: is drink straight whiskey. I'm not really sure that's the diet. Well, it's
3: not. That's not the diet, but it's allowed because mm-hmm. there's no carbohydrates in just straight whiskey or vodka or whatever and how's it going with your girlfriend have you seen her yet i see her her parents still won't let me inside i have to just go hang outside of her window at night and you know it sucks dude but hopefully within the next few weeks they'll let me uh venture off into their house again that
1: is more. creepy in a low little... way I, I, I hang <laughs> outside her window and i jack my penis by a watcher do you
2: masturbate outside her window or no uh, I would. I just
3: don't want to get caught because I love my girlfriend and I love her family. If this was just some random girl on Tinder, hell yeah, I'd be waking it outside her window, her sister's window, her parents' window. I don't give a shit, dude.
1: Yeah, but, that's, I mean, you know. if you're going to do it, do it in front of everybody who gives us yeah. true love.
2: Now, Shang, uh, have you gotten laid since the quarantine? No. What about the girl behind you with the beautiful butt? Uh,
1: wow. That's hey, actually, Adam, is that Marie? it's Anne Marie.
2: Oh, oh! What's up, Anne-Marie? Sorry. Oh, that's her boyfriend. That's her boyfriend. Oh, I know him. Oh, what's up, man? Sorry, Anne-Marie. That's,
1: that's her boyfriend. Oh, sorry about uh, that.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, I, 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 have that. I
1: have I have. a roster that I have built up. Though when quarantine's over, I'm gonna have a starting team. I'm good. So,
2: like, you're like, are you on, on like Zoom dates or?
1: Uh, no. i have just been on some of the uh, dating apps, and I've I've set up a uh, quite a team. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Of starters i got some starters when i but right now when i get done i i, I had so many bookings set up I, i'm trying to think do, do the gigs start once we get out of here once everybody's okay though
2: have you, have you been doing bookings since like during the quarantine or no
1: i i had two that said look we're going to come back in september and then the one i had in dc at the comedy loft one he said we're going to move you further down if, and if it doesn't come back we'll move it again and then yeah, I had, the I, I
2: feel stupid reaching out to clubs right now. I'd be like, hey, by the way, because I, they're not, you know, I feel like I don't even want to bother them right now. Like,
1: yeah, not now. Yeah. But I mean, no, he hit me up on email. I emailed him back, said, okay, September. And then, uh, I had, uh, I had the improv, I had two improv dates and then a funny bump. So,
2: so I'm calling Jay Haran. Man, he's got, I don't, first of all, I don't know where the hell Tyler is.
1: We <laughs> haven't, yeah, I thought they were going to jump <laughs> on. It's
2: so unorganized. I, I mean, these guys, it's like, it's fucking Zoom. It's your home. People can't go on a, on like a, a Zoom comedy show. Uh, I'm calling Jay, trying to get him on right now. What's up, people? With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on from their online casino to poker and blackjack. As they are bringing the Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live. Daily, Madden NFL 20 simulations, you can wager on. If you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, Stock Prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join us today to receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Uh tomorrow, by the way, we have Al Ayakinta. Uh, Vince Michelle, um, and then uh, and then Thursday uh, we have uh, uh, Cynthia Cabillo. So we got a we got a we got a good squad. And then we got this guy who's uh, from from England, who's a bare knuckle fox uh, bare knuckle boxer slash turned porn star. Uh, so he's coming on. Um, okay, that's
1: actually a great one. That's
2: <laughs> a great <you> one. <laughs> have, all right, so let's talk about some MMA news before see before Jay comes on. Okay. All right,
1: is so, Jay coming on first?
2: I, I don't know when Jay's coming on. Uh, I, I, I give up on people. Uh, the only person I can rely on is myself. Um, so, right. let's talk. So, Ali Abdulaziz, who is the manager, so he's the right. manager of all these guys. People don't yeah. even like him. Got it? He says yeah, that he sees Khabib fighting GSP before he fights Connor McGregor. Um, I don't. I don't think GSP's coming back.
1: Yeah. GSP? No, GSP proved his point. Which was a, a great point to prove, especially against Bisping. But I'm telling you right now, I don't think he's he's already he's already done everything. GSP's done. I mean, he doesn't have any. Who, who is he going to prove
2: it to now? He also doesn't like fighting. Like I love GSP, but it seems like if there's ever a guy, an athlete who has OCD, it's GSP because he can't sleep at night. Seems like he has to. He has a lot of tics. Everything has to be right. And he's so good at what he does. He's amazing. But there's a guy who seems like he doesn't – I wouldn't say he doesn't enjoy it. Probably enjoys practicing, enjoys coaching. But the actual competing, it never seems like he's actually happy in there.
1: No, uh, I've seen – no, no, no. I've seen when he's won, when he won the belt back, he seemed – like he didn't seem happy up to that run. But when he won the belt back, he did. He definitely did.
2: But he said he, – I mean, he literally said uh, – I mean, well, I'm paraphrasing. I was later, like, though. Well, recently he said he never enjoyed one second in the octagon. Um, so I honestly think that he doesn't, he doesn't like it. He he, he loves it because he's good at it. But I, I mean, we, we know people that are so good at what they do, but they don't necessarily enjoy it. Yeah, right. like, I mean, so I don't think he really wants to do it. I think he's, I think he loves training and he loves coaching, but the actual pressure <laughs> and the fight camp and the cutting weight and everything else doesn't seem to. Really that part, I, I've seen
1: some interviews with him. I think it's all the other stuff you have to do just like nate nate doesn't like the other shit he doesn't like the the obligations you got to have as a ufc fighter and you got to have them whereas i think someone like connor embraces it even though sometimes he shows up late but he embraces the show side of it some people are just fighters and they enjoy the fight fighting part other people enjoy the whole aspect of it i think he doesn't enjoy that and it's funny um I got his autograph and I, cause I'm a huge, huge fan of his. And he was the nicest dude ever. Like, he, just super cool. And you know, when you get to sit there and talk to him, but no, I think he does, he loved that side of it, man. I did. I mean, when you see how his, his face, ever, even though he was, was busted up a little bit, when you see when he won the belt back, that mm-hmm. motherfucker, man, he's there's, ecstatic.
2: There's never been one person who said anything bad about GSP. Like, you can't, you, you just won't get it. None of his teammates, nobody who's met him, nobody who's fought him. I mean, he is the typical. Like, if I wanted to be, emulate my life over one athlete, to be GSP, because I mean, what a what what a what a, what a great guy. Um, so, uh, also Anthony Smith, May third. The UFC is doing three fights in one week. They're like, fuck it. We're, that's all going to be in Florida, starting May 9th, May thirteenth, and May twenty third. So it's not three. So it's not one week. It's Whatever, it's 10 days or whatever that is. 10 days. Or 14 days, two weeks. Uh, Anthony Smith versus Glover Teixeira. I hope Anthony Smith wins. I mean, he just has – he's a nice guy. He's a friend of mine. I remember back in the day, I used to have him on the show when he was in, like, victory fighting championship. He wasn't even in the UFC. And he he used to text me going, thank you for giving a shit about my fights. and wow. And I was like, dude, that's – you know, even but when I, yeah,
1: he's gonna have a problem though fighting. against Glover. Yeah,
2: really, Glover's like eighty-seven years old. I love Glover. I mean, Come on, man, that <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, no,
1: I mean, dude. But he still can bang, though. I mean, he's a, he's one of those old dudes that can still bang, man. I, I disagree. I think I mean, that's where he he, he fools some people.
2: He's not gonna bang like Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith was like is a world class kickboxer. Glover, he's
1: not going. Mean, I've seen him go. I mean, he goes through wars, man, and I, and, I, and even when he loses, it's not. It's like you know that you're getting fucked up.
2: Who, who, Glover or Anthony Smith? Glover. Yeah, I know. It's just, I just think that he's been around a long time. Been
1: around a long time, but there's a lot of people have been around a long time and still, you know. I mean, they, they, you know, what, what's the, uh, uh I could name like four fighters that are in their 40s that still look like they're. 27 years old. Like, Yoel. Yoel. Yeah, number like, one. And and Yoel still, like, people still are afraid of him.
3: Yes. Yeah, but I'm yeah, afraid that, of him.
2: Yeah, but that last, <laughs> fight, that, that last fight, he looked, he seemed old. He threw three punches he, in five.
1: Okay, weeks. no, he, he seems like he like, slowed out or he wasn't exactly there. But look at the fight right before that. He, won, he won
2: that. No, he lost that fight.
1: He,
3: Vince that, Whitaker? I,
2: I said he won. No, not against Whitaker. He lost in a no. He didn't. He actually lost a fight. He lost. Oh, he lost. He
3: lost. oh uh, steroid head. What's his yeah. name?
1: Steroid did. Yeah, I know. he that, that dude beat him. No, yeah, I know. I, I don't think he. I don't think he lost that fight.
2: Really? Like,
1: really? I don't steroid head. That's a. That's a
2: Paulo uh, Costa. That's his name. Cos- I, like how, I like how we're calling him steroid head and not y'all remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but uh, yeah, that's true. Cause he, he looks like he was built in a lab. He looks like Thanos's brother, but uh,
2: here's why I'm mad at Jay Haran. And I love Jay Haran. He's a good friend of mine. Like we, we, we go to every fight together in uh in, in like Vegas, but here's, here's what, here's what annoys me. People don't know this is a podcast, right? So last night, you know, I got to watch the baby all day long and people are like, Oh, watching the baby. Watching a two year old from 8 a.m. to 6 is no, is, is no joke. I, I know. <laughs> then I gotta get some kind of a workout in, cause I'm going crazy. Then my wife's like, when's our quality time together? Because she works all day. So then I gotta figure out how to do quality. And we, we, and we have to, clean, I have to clean the house. And then I have to like write new jokes. I gotta update. I have another podcast I do. I gotta upload right. that. My computer freezes all the time. Then I'm like, so then I'm like, okay, I gotta do something else. I gotta make a flyer for tonight's show. And then I'm like, all right, I have a couple hours. My wife went to bed. I'm like, I gotta, I've had Jay Haran on my podcast, what, like 10 times already? What am I going to talk about with him? And he's, he's a guy that right now has been in, you know, 10 shows. He was just in like, uh, you know, he was just in John Wick three. He was in Iron Fist, Luke Cage. He was in Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Equalizer two, which he had like a part with Denzel Washington. He's also fought everyone from, from GSP to whatever. So I spent all night long watching his fights on Fight Pass. Right. And it's not like you could just get to some of his fights because he was on, like, Affliction, Day of Reckoning. So I got to go find – he's at, you know, hour two, minute four, to watch him knock out Jason High. And I'm like, fuck, I never saw this fight. I can't wait. So now I'm like, oh, it's going to be a great podcast. We got Shane.
1: And
2: then he doesn't fucking pick up. And now, So now that, like, that bugs the fuck out of me. Because now people are like, oh, you don't have any good guests. Or uh, fucking, this but,
1: show fucks about me. So I, I he, knows, like, he, got, he knows the time, right?
2: Dude, three times I fucking texted him. And he said, well, he goes, remind me Tuesday morning. So I fucking reminded him Tuesday morning. And uh, what, what, what am I going to do? I mean, that, that, that's that's like what people don't see uh, on a podcast. And I'm just giving you guys, I know I'm complaining and yada, yada. And look. We we do shows you know four days a week, but I'm just letting you know that that because I don't want to just have the generic. What have you been up to? How's your quarantine been?
1: You, you want to talk about stuff, right? Uh,
2: I, know, I you know.
1: The person I want to, I watched. Uh, I just weird. You are up watching. I watched fight pass. I watched Tony Ferguson's fights. Hell yeah! And I'm gonna tell you something. Something's wrong with him. <laughs> he is, am I telling the truth? I, he yeah. took, he would take damage and still look at you like, ah, eh, that's not enough. He's a fucking monster. he'll
2: boss. text me at like four in the morning sometimes. Going, he's something going, to- he'll say things like, we gotta do a skit for MMA awards. I'm like, dude, well, the awards are like in eight months. Uh, he like didn't get back to me when I wanted to do a skit for him. But I'm like, alright, cool. And then I'm like, I'll throw him some ideas and then hope back and I'll, I'll hold nothing back to him. But, but he's a good dude. Like, he,
1: yeah, he's, but he's a he's a fucking warrior, man. Like, out of, out of all of the fighters, there's something weird about him, but there's something different about him.
2: Oh, totally something different about him. That's what makes it, him so much fun.
3: Yeah.
2: And Gagey's a fucking psycho, too. So, that's why it's. I mean, people that are complaining, I wanted Khabib versus Ferguson. Look, I want a fucking like, song like Mandingo, okay? Exactly. I, you know, uh, fucking, not Can't that. I, have it. I'm not it's complaining about fight. my song, but I'm just saying. Fucking be happy, guys. The entire – everything else is off the air, and Dana White is giving us three fights in ten fucking days, okay, when everyone's mad at him for doing so, and people are still like, oh, this is not cool. Then, like, what the fuck do you want? He, he's literally going to the only state. He's building an island that you guys have to have fights in.
1: Like, like, like an inner dragon island where like, people can like, go and fight. And, and
2: people are still mad at them. Like, what? What do you, you want?
1: Because because people are a bunch of yogurty ass. People are yogurty, and they've been yogurty. They they get all sensitive and soft about people. It.
2: People, people complain to me like, dude, uh, I'm unsubscribing to your channel. I'm like, then do you like, bro? Then go. You're it's YouTube. There's literally eight billion other things to fucking watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. Go <laughs> watch cat
1: videos. Shut the
2: fuck. up. Go ahead. Up. I'm giving you. A fucking hour and a half show every day. Uh, like I'm not making much money on this, if any. All right, I'm just trying to like have fun, talk to my friends, fucking get the word out, promote some fights, talk to fighters, like keep life entertaining for everybody, you know. And uh, that's all I'm trying to do. And like, and, and people are like, "Ooh, then go complain." Like, what the fuck? Do you what do you want?
1: Well, and you can't control the fighters. The fighters are supposed to be on the podcast. You can't make them. Like, you can't. Go to their house, and even if you did go to their house, what are you gonna do to them?
2: No, you- I mean, look, I mean Jay Haran I, I fucking love Jay Haran. But like I right now I could go to get Don Fry on, or I guess but whatever. Like I'll, I'll get Jay on later on this week. Tomorrow we got Ally Aquinta and that's the other thing. I got we got Vince Michelle, Ally Aquita, and Eve Edwards on tomorrow.
1: And oh, Eve Edwards is Eve Edwards
2: is funny, man. Funny and he's I mean uh, some of his fights. I mean like like Wien Dog, we I didn't even realize he fought Masvidal. Uh, yeah. And he fought uh, Tony Ferguson.
3: Yeah, you know? like 10 years ago.
2: I mean,
1: holy yeah. shit. In fact, when he fought Masvidal, there's an interview with Masvidal where he said, that's the person I was afraid of. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said he was afraid of him because Eve, Eve got one, Eve, his wrestling was, like, sneaky. But that motherfucker would kick you in the head, and it was lights out.
2: He also has no expression. Like, he's one of these dudes that like you can't get in his head.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, nothing shakes him. Like you don't see him get shook.
2: No, nothing shakes this guy. Yeah. Uh, that's which is like scary. That's a scary. Like I'll tell you, people. Like who's the scariest person I've ever met in real life, fighting wise? Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett. Really? Uh, he has those killer eyes. He, like, he, he like, has
1: the eyes where he's like, oh, at any moment he can snap and
2: just. No, jump he has like. No, he has like the opposite. He has dead eyes. Like he has those eyes that like doll's eyes. Like he might have like he has those Dexter, he has Dexter eyes. You know how like Dexter, uh, yeah. You know how Dexter never nothing ever got to Dexter the first couple seasons. Oh, uh, like, so he, that was the
3: scariest out of all of the
2: fighters, dude. He's there's something about that guy, and like I, I'm a big fan of Josh Barnett, but he was he told me that back in the day he couldn't get training partners. He would go online and be like, "Hey, you're a big guy. Do you want to fight me?" tomorrow at the YMCA, and then they would just pick a YMCA in Washington. There'd be, like, a pool there, and kids would be in swimming lessons, and two fucking huge guys would be fighting in, the like, the weight room upstairs. Like, that's <laughs>
1: – okay, scary dude. <laughs> um, like, the scary I, – I, no, I mean, it's all of them are scary to me because I know, even though they're really nice people,
2: yeah. they,
1: they could really rip my arm <laughs> off and just start beating me with it. Um. Believe it or not, he wasn't scary, but I just saw that like undercurrent. You introduced me to him, Tyron. Woodley, yeah. Because he had that undercurrent, like, I I could really fuck you up. Yeah, and you know, Woodley's one of those dudes that like He's nice, but he's somebody came over and started talking to him the wrong way when we're standing in front of the dime. And I saw him go from being really cool with me, and then he started being a little bit
2: Well, he's also really smart, but he's got a chip on his shoulder. You know,
1: oh, and, yeah, yeah, for sure,
2: and he's also very aware some people like think they can like kind of insult you without insulting you, they insult you, but you're you're like not gonna catch it, you know, right. um, and he he'll he'll catch it. He's also kind of like a pitbull where like you have to watch where you're at, but once he's your friend, he's your best friend, and he's he super
1: cool, but then somebody start came over and said the wrong shit to him, and he said, uh." He said, I think if, oh, somebody said that he thought that if Robbie Lawler would uh, would have got up, he would have won that fight. I'm like, <laughs> no, I mean, you got to watch the fight. There was no way Robbie Lawler was getting back up.
2: Fans are so stupid. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's just stupid. Dude, I mean, like, he, he, like, don't get me wrong. Robbie Lawler is a dog. But in that fight, he didn't, it wasn't, Wayne, you saw that fight. Yeah. When, when Robbie Lawler went down, you saw literally his legs buckle. Mm-hmm. So even if he could get back up, he wouldn't have had any legs.
3: Yeah, dude. Okay. I don't get why people. A lot of people get mad at the refs. I sometimes put myself in the refs' like shoes. I don't think I could physically or mentally handle of a, a fight on that magnitude. You know what I'm saying? So I would probably be fucking up so much. So anytime a ref fucks up or stops the fight too early or too late, I give them the benefit of the doubt. Because when you're standing in the middle of an arena full of 20,000 people, and you know there's 10 million people watching at home, I'd be sweating. and My shirt, my referee shirt would be soaking wet in sweat because of the pressure of fucking up this fight. You know what so, I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but sometimes the refs are absolutely right because some people – some people will continue to beat this dude while he's unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Henderson did that, and Bisping was out, yep. and he still was giving him extra fucking packages of knuckles. Yep. Yeah, and that kind of shit happens because they're so hyped up from the fight, or they don't like each other. They start fucking each other up like they know the dude's out. They keep hitting them. You gotta have a ref like that. In the Robbie Lawler fight, when when he lost. His legs buckled, and you saw his eyes, like, roll back up in his head. Yeah. Tyron Tyron knocked the fucking shit out of him. 100%. Yeah, 100%. So I don't understand. I, and and they, I wouldn't, I mean, Adam just says it. He said, fans are stupid. It's like, you don't understand. The ref had to get in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he could have really, really, really hurt Robbie Lawler. And Robbie Lawler, even though I think he's a he's a dog. I still think that was a fight where he he had to know.
2: That was it. They will train together a lot. Um, And I think Tyron kind of knew that going in. I think he knew his timing. Um, They sparred together. Um, Now, um, yeah, no, uh, fans. There was a guy that went up to Rashad Evans. I tried to get him to sign a picture of him getting knocked out by Machida. Like the shot where he's knocked out. Right. And was like, hey, could you sign this? And he was like, no. I'm like, how stupid do you have to be? to go up to a guy who's a professional killer and get him to try to sign a picture of him getting knocked out at his lowest moment, his lowest moment. Could you, I mean, I don't even know what my lowest moment is. Like maybe, maybe when my mom died and I'm crying, Imagine someone going to be, Hey, can you take a picture of you crying with your, when you found out your mom died? Like, I'd be like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like
1: wow. so, <laughs> some people would, some people would knock your eye through your ass. But I think that, they have a control, but there's a certain point where it's like, yo, you're stepping over the line. And yeah. that's when I was in front of the dime and, and Adam had introduced me to him and I'm talking to him and he was super cool and he's talking to him. And then for a person to come up and say that, I was just like, why would you, that's the first thing you say to the dude that's a champion? Why wouldn't you say, like, I was more like, man, I'm, I'm happy for you. like, and, he said that, and you see him snap from being real cordial to what the fuck did you say? Yeah. Like, almost like, like that. But I, I don't understand, like, if somebody did something like that. Some, uh, Joe Rogan does have a bit that's very funny. He said, I'm in a room full of people that if they wanted to rape me, there's nothing I could do. Yeah. And it's really like that. That's why I don't understand why people treat UFC fighters. Even the lowest level UFC fighter will fuck up the average good oh, yeah. fighter. Yeah,
2: oh, A 125-pounder the UFC would fuck up the average person in a heartbeat. It wouldn't even in be a heartbeat. Hard. It wouldn't even be close. Um,
1: I even sparring with like sparring with like lightweights, and I'm like I'm 280, and I was like, this dude's killing me. Like, does he's like, ah, oh, just chop your legs from under you.
2: Well, a lot of guys though, a lot of a lot of guys that are lighter. Yeah. Uh, I remember Mayhem yeah. told us that he likes sparring with bigger guys yeah. because of the speed factor.
1: Yeah. You know? Oh yeah.
2: I mean, when I was at wrestling in high school, I was what 140. And I could pin everybody in my team from the lightest to the heavyweight, like easy. And uh, the heavyweight was like the easiest because he, even though he was fat and big, he didn't know how to control his weight. It wasn't a very good heavyweight. Right. Now you have to know so so much of jujitsu. Like when I used to go jujitsu and I'm going to go back, people, people would look at me and be like, Oh, he's, he's, you know, average, a little above average build, but they're like, Holy shit. How strong are you? I'm like, It's not, it's not benching muscle. It's knowing where to put my weight. And all that is is experience. And if you don't have that experience, there's nothing you can do. I mean, that's why it probably was really hard for guys like, you know, a guy like Chuck Congo, who's just a massive Adonis, you know, of a man, but still a grappling doesn't know where to, it's going to take a while for him to figure out how, how to, how to, how to, how to move his weight. I mean, there were, there were UFC fighters that I used to wrestle with that I was able to, like, kind of throw around in the, in, in the very beginning. And and then they were, like, they got much better, and obviously they improved. But because just because they didn't know how to use it, they were amazing at Muay Thai and kickboxing. This is also very early on. Now they fucking throw me around. Um, also, uh, OSP is fighting Ben Rothwell. Um, wow. OSP moved up to heavyweight. Uh, I don't know. I think he might be dangerous at heavyweight. So?
4: I agree.
1: I think, you don't think you, that, that, I mean, some people move up the heavyweight and they slow down.
3: It's possible. No,
1: like some people that you see that, that, uh, if they're, a, if they're a light heavyweight or they're middleweight and they move up, all that speed is gone. Or especially people who bulk up on muscle, you, you're losing speed. I don't know about that. I don't know. Especially heavyweight, you know.
3: I don't think OSP is known for his speed, though, right? He's known for just sort of like just throwing a head kick out of nowhere or getting on the ground and then Von Flute. That's
2: part
1: of his – that's still part of his speed.
2: Uh, sure. I think I think at this point in his career, he's going to beat Ben Rothwell. But I think when he gets – but if he gets – if he stays in heavyweight, like OSP versus Nganu, I don't think it's going to end very well for OSP. Um, yeah.
1: Nganou's be- something – I mean, he got that mega strength.
2: You know, I think he might be catching Ben Rothwell in the tail end of his career. I think he got popped for steroids a couple times. He hasn't fought that often. And I might, this might be a good fight for OSP, a good coming out party for heavyweight. But at, at that next tier of heavyweight, he's going to – it's not going to go that well. You think,
1: I don't You think, so. you think he's, he's going to get housed?
2: I just think that there's heavyweight versions of OSP you know right that's, they're, that's you,
1: they're used to the way they've been living with, oh yeah you're right man. they're, you're they're right. bigger
2: guys um also uh Andre Arlosque is taking on Felipe Lins Felipe Lins won the PFL uh I gotta go with Lins in this and another guy who I, I hate to say it but the best days are behind them. um uh yeah uh so there you go um and then we got fuck, my sister's calling. This is just a fucking train wreck of a show. Sorry. God damn it. Um.
1: Uh, God damn it. Uh,
2: Eric Anders. Mean? Eric Anders is taking on Jotco. Um. That could that should be a good. For, I like Eric Anders. Oh, okay. So Trap Gambino's coming. At least we got the Gambino family coming in. Uh, hey. Trap, Trap Gambino. There he is. Uh, so there he is. Gambino, how are you, man? What's up? Can't hear. him. How are you? <laughs> that's actually Trap Gambino, by the way. That's not, a, that's not a, a fake picture. It's him with eight women. So this guy, all right, so a little background on Trap Gambino. Uh, I met him and his, his uh, girlfriend or his wife, Ashley Gambino, that came to my show in Vegas. I, I saw lots of pictures of him with, like, nine women or ten women, or, or uh, and, and I was sort of um, just confused as to what the hell is going on um seemed like a I nice guy a I can't remember. Uh, he, he uh he seemed like a, a real nice guy yeah volume um, up. and a very he's a, he used to make music
0: my
2: he's also a fighter he's an actor and he's oh there we go they're calling you hear a, me now yeah i can hear you buddy they're calling, all right we're good now so they're calling you the don of las vegas right uh, it's something like that i guess so they call me a lot of things man so I'm very confused about, about you. Cause said, I met you in Vegas. Seemed like a super nice guy. Uh, but like, I look at these pictures. You're always with like 10, 15 naked women. Who are these women? Who are you? What's going on? Talk to me, trap.
0: You know what, man? I don't fucking know, man. Uh, I'm a guy who was a fan of the sport. Uh, I started out in Ohio. I'm from Ohio, small town, just had big dreams, Came to Vegas and started making shit happen. Now I'm here. I'm ready to whoop some ass, and that's about it, man.
2: Now you started <laughs> bo- you started boxing at the Salvation Army.
0: Yes, yeah. When I was a kid, uh, Salvation Army, they had a little program where the little fucking almost homeless kids used to go over there and beat each other up, and I used to go over there and get beat up by all the Mexican kids, and I think that's why I learned how to box.
2: Got it. Got it. Got it. Now, uh, now is this now? I, I saw on Facebook this is your first fight. But then I say right. four and one. So, somebody has you as like four and one.
0: You know um, what, brother? There's so many fucking fake profiles out there. There's, uh, I think that's where a lot of this confusion comes from because a lot of people, um, there's, there's fake profiles that message, uh, real people and then those real people will talk shit to the fake trap Gambino right. and, you know, their shit talk will hurt the real trap Gambino's feelings. So I'll talk shit to them and now they got beef with the
2: real me. Hey, how do I push this button where I can see everybody? Uh, go to top right, um, where it says, uh, uh, profile view, uh, or speaker view, speaker view,
3: something like that should be in the top right corner.
0: Yeah. You know, fuck it. It's not a big deal.
2: No, no, you see the top, right? There's like speaker view. And then there's also, uh, something view. top, right? So, okay. Um, So, so, so when I had you and your wife on, I got a bunch of texts saying that you and your wife. We're having wrestling sessions with women online for money uh, and they were naked. Uh, and that, is, is this any of this true? Like what's, what what is this? Talk to the other So the reason you won't
0: find videos and pictures of that shit happening is because it's not true. Uh, there's a fucking fetish wrestling, uh, you know, group that, I don't know. These girls call up dudes and they say, Hey, I'll choke you out with my legs for like $300. It's basically fucking prostitution. Right. And, uh, I'm not a fan of that shit and they know it. So they kind of accuse me and Ashley of doing that because there's videos of Ashley on YouTube choking my friends out in my living room. So they kind of put two and two together and think it's session wrestling. Okay, That's just so- another rumor from another more fake profiles. And man, it, it's cra- I think more people know my fake, I think my fake profile is more famous than I am. To be okay so, with so you
2: never did fetish wrestling. that's all I never did
0: fetish wrestling.
2: Okay, okay, okay. You, you heard it here first people. Trap Gambino does not do fetish wrestling. Uh, no Wayne does do fetish wrestling.
3: I do the reverse way though I pay girls to come over here and <laughs> so I can choke them out and slap them out. Hey on. everybody's got a thing
0: man I everybody you got a thing yeah exactly. I think it's close to prostitution but you know whatever
2: so, so, you're, so you're at your first fight in brave. This is your first fight ever. And how much do you weigh? Um, Right now, I'm like 380. You're 380, and you're fighting a guy who's also a bigger guy. And this is your. And now you. And now, where are you training at in Vegas? So right now, because of quarantine,
0: everybody's training in their fucking homes and their backyards and shit. But thankfully, I'm in Las Vegas where I'm blessed to be around. A lot of talent around here, man. And I have talent coming over to my house, straight up just coming over to my house and helping me out one-on-ones, three, three, uh, three sessions, and it's uh, you know, you just get it where you work get it where you can, man. I've been doing yoga. I've been having hella quarantine sex. I've been practicing the missionary position. Hell, I might hold my opponent down and just fuck the shit out of them. Yeah. I don't know if that's legal, but it's in Florida, so it might be
2: all right, so you're planning on fucking this guy. Uh, this guy. Now, what do you know about this guy, Marquise Spade? He's a huge black dude. But what else do you know about him?
0: <laughs> so, uh, he's a big black guy, probably listens to rap music. Um, <laughs> probably.
3: Probably, yeah, we can make that assumption.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, to be all honest, he's a cool dude. Uh, I did some research on him a little bit. I, he, he ain't got many, I don't think he's got like, he's got like two or three fights. <laughs> Um, I haven't seen much on him, but I respect this guy just because he's not falling into all that stupid trolling bullshit. These fucking profiles that are talking shit to him. They're talking shit to this guy to my opponent, posting pictures of pretending to be me, and he's not falling into it, thankfully. He's one of the few that haven't fell into it and I appreciate that. So I respect this guy. I'm going in with full respect. I know he's a tough guy. I know he's more experienced than me. I know uh I know that uh he's coming and taking this fight seriously and so am I, so it's at Palm Beach
2: State it. College. You guys are the main event. The ma- your your first fight, and you're already the main event. Now, is this pro, pro or amateur?
0: This is amateur.
2: Amateur fight. Uh, you you're, you're 380. This guy must be about 350. Uh, He's about the same weight. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing I'll be
0: about 350 360. I step in there. You're smoking a lot of weed. Is that is that a good thing? Uh, how you assume this is weed? <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what, man, I'll probably quit about about uh, six to eight weeks out because this shit, this shit calms me down, and I don't want to be calm during the fight. I just lost you for some reason. Am I still here? I can yeah. see you.
2: Uh, okay. uh, uh, Jay Haran, is that Haran. you, by the way? Yeah. Yes, sir.
5: I'm near here.
2: <laughs> Turn your video on, Jay.
5: Oh, how do
2: I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Bro.
0: Come on, dude. There
2: should be a little video on. So I'm trying to get Marquis Faith on. Uh, he told me that he's getting off the expressway now to park. Uh, this is a very, very organized press conference. He <laughs> uh, said it's very organized. Uh, uh, so here he is. Yeah. Mark, we got Marquis uh, Faith. We're going to have Jay Haran on right now, by the way. Jay, uh, is a former UFC fighter, striking coach, fighter. Uh, you know he's been in Bellator. He's b- huge wins. Uh, he's supposed to be on earlier, but he forgot about the show. Even though I get him tickets to every fight,
5: he's supposed <laughs> to so I didn't and forget, you know, bro. I was,
2: all fucking night watching in the
5: middle fight. of the fucking desert.
2: All right, man, if you're a fan of the sport, bike. you know who that guy is. So, so we're gonna talk to Jay about <laughs> his his own career. But first, we got his press conference. So, Marquis Faith, how are mm-hmm. you, man? I'm good, man. How you doing today? Good. Now, Trap Gambino was talking a lot of shit about you before the fight. By the way, just, just now <laughs> he was saying all kinds of things. He said he's going to. Uh, no, he didn't say that. But he said that his plan is possibly to take you down and have sex with you during this fight. Uh, is that something that you're prepared for?
4: Um, I, I'm absolutely prepared for the for the takedowns. I don't know about the sex part. You know, I don't, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, I'm absolutely prepared for the takedowns.
2: All right. Now, is this your first fight as well?
4: No, no, no. I've, I've had a a couple Thai fights, uh, one MMA fight, uh, which was a few months ago. But um, no, this this not this this would be my second MMA fight. Guys, I that a drop That's a nice whip. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And but yeah, I got a my... uh, I have a, I had a, a few. Of course, I grew up boxing, so you know I've got a couple of amateur boxing fights, you know, from like the ages of eight through like fourteen.
2: So. And what's your record in MMA? 0-1 right now. All right, you're 0-1. Okay. All right. Now Trap Gambino, he's he's got some power. He's 380 pounds. Uh, he hangs out with a lot of hot strippers, uh, a lot of hot porn stars. <laughs> Um, how are you going to
4: deal with this power? <laughs> well, I, I have a lot of power myself, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, I, I, I've taken some punches, so dealing with power, dealing with punches shouldn't, shouldn't be an issue for me. You know, I, I can hang with the best of them. I train with some pretty top-tier guys who hit pretty hard, fast hands, so dealing with power definitely won't be an issue for me. All right, so all right, why are you gonna beat Trap Gambino? Uh, I got a lot. I got a lot to prove right now. I'm coming off a loss, um, a loss I felt they took from, you know what I'm saying? A, a loss I felt they kind of took from me. Uh, I just got a lot to prove. I got a lot on my back, a lot of personal stuff I've been dealing with, and the, you know what I'm saying? The best way to get it off is to unleash that onto somebody else. So, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't see me losing this fight. I can't,
2: I can't afford to lose this fight. And, and trap. how and yes, why sir. are you going to beat up Marquise Faith? Say that again? How and why are you going to beat him?
0: Um, It's no secret, man. Uh, stand up is where my game is. I'm going there and I'm throwing some hands. I know this guy's probably, you know, all in all, he might be the better fighter than me. But I know I'm going to catch him, man. I know I'm going to catch him. Just like he knows he can't lose this fight. I can't yeah. lose this fight. I've had years Years of people doubting me, and I've made it here through people doubting me. I came this far through people doubting me. Now I'm just wondering, how fucking far can I take this thing? You know what I mean? I made it this far. Let's let's see what else I can do. Let's see if I can see, the do only, the same the only thing, thing in the, thing in the is, gym I can do.
4: The only thing is, is you could catch me. I'm not even going to say you can't. Anybody can get caught. But if you catch me, can you finish me? It? the question.
0: I want to find out.
4: <laughs> you got to finish. That's a it, great baby. question. i I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a tough guy to finish, man.
0: See, that's a great question cuz uh nobody knows exactly what's going to happen in this fight. Nobody know there's no footage of me, there's no nothing like that. People people don't know if I'm going to come in with a karate stance and get knocked out quick. They don't know if I'm going to come in there and try to wrestle, they don't know if I'm going to box. But uh you know, I've been dropping hits left and right. The only way to find out is to tune in, man. This fight is going to be fun. I promise you. It's going to be fireworks.
4: going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
0: Now,
3: who out of the two of you, who has banged more chicks? Like, what the kids are saying, like, it's wow. called the body count now. It's called the body count. What's your body count? So, we'll start a trap. How many chicks are we talking here, dog? Uh,
0: In all, honestly, like, banged probably about eight. I'm not even playing. I'm not all even right. front. Probably about eight. All right, Marquis. Those bitches you see me kicking it with, those are all promotion, man. Like, I, I'm not even on front, man. That's all promotion. When you see me kicking in the limos, as soon as I – as soon as that fucking camera goes off, I'm like, get the fuck off me. I don't want these bitches on me. I want I want money, and I want power, and I want to fight, man. I, I don't want to – I'll fuck when I deserve it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll party when man. I deserve it. All that, all that other shit's just for promotion, uh, This is for well, character.
4: I'm. I was a stud in high school – football stutter high school and college so i gotta I, I, I got a pretty long a pretty long rap sheet i'd say as of late though you know i'm kind of in a different you know what i'm saying different mind frame so you know my savage life is kind of behind me you know for, as you know the past couple years but i got a count that i've
2: probably lost count on you know what i'm saying wow. so. All right. so marquise has uh advantage there that's a big uh, advantage that's yeah. that's any, any questions for these two
1: I couldn't – I wanted a question.
2: Yeah, you're, you're, you're part of the press. The no, press. no,
1: I, I – <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> no, I'm going to ask Trap and then Marquise. All right, so, yo, do you have a specific thing that since you are going to be fighting that you know you can use that – other than power, because you both both said shit about power. I'm talking right. about do you have any technique that you go, if he tries <laughs> to use this on me, I know I can use this.
0: I've watched – I've watched his sparring more times than I think I've slept in the past month. Um, I, I I see holes, but you know what? Rolls Again, I'm less Rolls experienced than him. So if I if I stay in there long enough, he's going to see my holes. But the thing is, he can't see any holes right now. That's on that's on Ashley's you know holes. footage because there they ain't shit up on it. Go ahead.
2: I, I I've seen Ashley's holes, but that's because on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on.
0: So, anyways, right. like. A lot of people, when I go in there sparring, they never seen me and shit. All my shit's, you know, off of YouTube and all that. They get fucking confused. They see a big guy. They think I'm going to come in there and just throw haymakers. They don't know what's coming, man. I can cut angles. I can slip. I can counter. It's going to be interesting, man. I'm, I'm excited to show everybody what I can got. I've been doing this in the gym for the longest. You can ask anybody I've trained with. I've been doing this in the gym to top guys for the longest fucking time. If I can do the same thing in the cage that I can do in the gym, it's going to be history, man. That's why I'm the fucking main event. There's a reason I'm the main event. There's a reason somebody who's 0-1-1 is going to be the main event with me. I'm bringing motherfuckers up with me. There's a reason we're on this podcast. There's a reason you know me. It's true. I mean, who the fuck, who else, you, you know, hasn't even made a debut yet? You know what I mean? You see me everywhere. I'm with all these motherfuckers. Nick Diaz, you see all these motherfuckers with me, man. So it's gonna. I'm the best kept secret, and it's about to be let out. Marquise?
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, I hear, I hear him talk a lot about stand up and banging. So when I hear a guy talk like that, I, I, I immediately hear holes in ground game. So see, I've, I've got, I've got a pretty, pretty strong jujitsu background. I picked jujitsu up great. I've actually never lost a jujitsu match i've won gold in every tournament i've fought in i even had one i had one tournament i had i had it was it was about eight guys in my bracket so i had to go through about four 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 matches and um so i I, i'm pretty strong in jiu-jitsu so i feel his his biggest hole is probably gonna be the ground if i take him down get him to the ground he'll probably be like a well on land and um I mean, that, that may be one of my biggest points
2: I utilize. All right, listen. All right, uh, our final question. So, Trap, you're a rapper. Uh, you made a couple <laughs> rap albums, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh,
2: will you do a rap about how you're going to beat up Marquise Faith?
0: No, man, I can't do that. I'm Come not, on. Yeah. First all right, of all, you're going to you? put me on the spot. I'm high as fuck here. Uh, and uh, Marquise, I'm not do you, good at freestyle. Marquise, and... do you do
2: a rap about how you're going to beat up Trap? Well, <laughs> I'm not a rapper, man.
4: You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm not. I'm. If I could, I would. But you know, I'm not a rapper. Bro. But, but we're going to bang it. You know, we're going we gonna to get this thing shaking. You know all what right, I'm right. saying? Okay, Jay, on all show. right,
2: Jay Haran, who do you think is going to win this fight?
5: Um, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just got on here. I'm still trying to figure out the video, man.
2: Okay, <laughs> right. Okay, we have a black guy with dreadlocks. Against an Italian, <laughs> against an Italian guy with a gold chain.
5: Uh, uh, so. Oh shit! It's fireworks.
2: So who do you is going to win?
5: Whoever lands first. They sound like some heavy hitters.
2: Yeah. Well, Travis, that's right out. Marquise, how much do you weigh? All right now, I'm about three fifty, 350, three fifty six. Damn. Oh, damn. that's
5: some big meat in the cage. Yeah. That's crazy. about how much? How, how much the other guy?
2: The other guy's three eighty.
5: Yeah. <laughs> that's some big meat in there.
2: Yeah, big Whoever lands Italy. first in that
5: one,
3: yeah, uh-huh. real men.
5: whoever, whoever lands first, <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of weight behind those punches.
2: Okay, who's seen their penis in the last year? Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, hey, hey. Uh, yeah, yeah, a few times.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can, I, can, I can only, I can only see it when it get hard. That's it. Oh, all right, that's the only time you got to see it, man. That's the only, that's the only time.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's the only
4: time I need to see it.
2: So. Yeah, that's the only time we need it. Of Don't cool. hate. <laughs> um, all right, now, uh all right. Well, listen, I'm excited about this fight. This is this, this is going to be a great. How do you turn on video? All right, Jay. There's a little video thing in the bottom. You just press it. Uh, just. Uh, these, these <laughs> Oh, all right. You might
3: need to reconnect because he, like, called in, like, from his phone. Like, yeah. I don't know if he's using the app or not.
2: Yeah. Why
0: the fuck is this so hard to use, man? This shit is hard as hell to use. Yeah, it is. It's very that. difficult. No, it's
2: not yeah. real. All right. I'm so not on
0: up.
3: the app.
2: So what you going to do? Download the app? Yeah, now? for sure. I'm I'm the the app. Do it for yeah. me. All right. So, Jay, download, uh, all right, hang out. Download the app. Call back in a second. I, I I watched every one of your fights last night, by the way. And I watched all your movies and all your TV shows. I was up till 4 in the morning. Um, and then, you know, all right. So, so, i I'm
5: back in, bro. Relax. Right. I'll be right. right back. Okay. I'm gonna download it, uh,
1: Marquise, and I want to say that Marquise is trapped. I, I mean, the bottom line is when you get in there, he did say every, uh, all, most fights end up on the ground, man. I'm trapped. Most ends up fights end up on the ground. So, right. unless you just, unless you stand up, you know, and just say, fuck it, let's just bang. But, uh, I don't like the fact that you both were like, look, we gonna put on a show. That's not yeah, something you know, People don't come in there and just like go full blast. So
0: that's, yeah, I you think. know, everybody says, everybody says they're going to take me down and stuff. I hear that in sparring all the time, but then all of a sudden ego comes into play and they don't want to let me hit them more than they hit me or, you know, I, in my honest opinion, I think he's going to come out and try kicks. I think that's what he's going to try to do. I don't think he's going to let, I, I mean, he could go to ground game if he wants to, but. That could be the easy route in his mind. So in everybody else's mind, or I could have a surprise for him there. You know, uh, I've been training with a lot of people, man. I trained at Juan Fight Team. Uh, I trained at the Mayweather Gym with my stand up. Uh, I've trained it all over, man. At Vegas cross training is where it's at. You almost don't want a fucking gym over here. And, uh, I'm excited for this fight, man. You guys definitely, definitely want to tune in, whether it's pay-per-view. I don't know what it is. If they're smart, they're going to put it $5. Uh, pay-per-view for the whole fucking thing online, because there's a lot of people want to see me get knocked out. There's a lot of people want to see me hurt somebody. And it's it's about fucking time, man. It's about time to do it.
2: Uh, what is this fight?
0: Uh, Hopefully, July 4th. July 4th.
2: All right.
1: Because of the bullshit we dealing with, but
0: yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be April 25th, actually, but hopefully it's July 4th, so.
2: And it's super heavyweight, so is there any weight limit you can't be over, or no?
0: I have no, no idea. Can,
2: no, it's super heavyweight, you can come in at any way.
4: Anyway, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on caps. Wow. That's awesome. It's that's a, awesome. a guy, it's a guy in Tennessee. I was actually supposed to fight uh last year, but he pulled out. He weighed five oh five. Was it Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a big boy. First that's off, a big that was boy.
1: 15.
4: Settle down.
2: Now is there a belt that fits you guys if you win or no? I don't they I don't make think so. Sure.
4: They got it. yeah, yeah, they gotta get a custom they gotta get a custom
2: belt. Oh wow. It's
3: two miles now, long. Now,
2: now when you go to your corner in two rounds, are you gonna ask for a menu? Or or, or no? I know. So <laughs> That'd
0: right, be this, nice.
2: This is gonna be a great fight. I, I like it. I like it.
0: This is gonna be awesome.
2: This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about this fight. Chang Yu?
1: I want to see. I know. I, you know what? I think I already know who's going to uh, win this fight because it was telling when somebody says that I'm just going to stand up. That's the worst shit to say, bro.
2: So you think the black guy's going to win?
1: Black guy. It's
2: Isn't the, that always the safe bet?
0: Yeah. No, no,
1: that's not why. <laughs> yeah. Because if you look at all the UFC fighters, you look at all the fighters that when they fight a wrestler or they fight somebody that they do jitsu, that's a problem especially if you're a stand-up fighter. If you're a stand-up fighter and you go against jiu-jitsu or wrestling, because I've seen wrestlers go up really good strikers that got power and get their ass kicked because they couldn't wrestle. That's all I'm saying. I completely, that's why, I that's completely why, agree. That's why,
4: Khabib, that's why Khabib dominates people. That's why Usman dominated Woodley like he did. Strong wrestling is a is a, a strong wrestling background is is pretty much one of the best bases you can have.
0: I completely defense. agree, but this is the thing. So, statistics also playing a part of that. I have been beating statistics for a very long time, and I think it's only, only destiny that Gambino is going against faith because I've been fighting faith my whole life, man. And this time, there's a percentage chance I can win, there's a percentage chance I can lose. We all know everybody thinks yeah, I'm going to
1: lose. Get everybody I thinks
0: I'm going to lose any
4: day. Everybody May also day.
0: thought I wouldn't make it here. Everybody also thought I wouldn't make it this far. I've been proving people wrong for the longest time. I've been landing that little shot for the longest time. I'm ready to do it again. Are you going to walk out to the Godfather music? No, but I might walk out with a hoe train. Wouldn't that be nice?
3: That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm not even playing.
2: And we are on the same page.
3: Got to do it, dude.
2: A hoe train. <laughs> Gambino hoe train. That would be <laughs> No, Now, your last name isn't Faith, though, is it?
4: No, no, it's Nelson, I just, that's a name, I just, that's essentially like, just kind of a nickname I've been
2: called. So, And your last name isn't Gambino, so both of you guys have different last names. Right, I, I like hey, it. it's show
0: business. <laughs> well, you,
2: you probably got some Jewish last name or something too, it's right? true, Greenberg, I like it, I fucking, I fucking, I love this, this is great. See, I know, hey man, I'm an actor, I know it, I know, that's, that's show business. This is gonna be great, listen, I'm excited about this fight, uh, I don't know, man, I mean, did you wrestle at all in high school, Marcus?
4: Yeah, I wrestled, uh, wrestled probably my eighth grade and ninth grade year. And then, um, from there on, I just went strictly football because, you know, yeah. wrestling season and football season was, just, you know, the same, during the
2: same time. So. Well, well, listen, uh, now you can see them, Jay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, oh, shit. He's in the house. I got him. There you go. Hey,
0: man, I'm a big fan.
5: Thank you, man. Appreciate it.
2: Listen, uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for so what, having me. What's the fighting promotion called? It's called Rise Fighting. Rise, Rise.
0: Cage Fighting, yeah.
2: Rise. Rise FC, yeah. Rise FC is going down probably July 4th. Trap Gambino's first MMA fight. Marquise Faith is going to try to get his first win. Uh, it's going to be a great fight. He wants to stand for and bang. Sure. Marquise wants to put him on the ground. He said if that happens, <laughs> Trap wants to fuck him. Um. so very.
3: <laughs> 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 you know,
5: right. Uh
2: I like it though I like it good luck to both you guys hope you guys thank you yeah, alright take care guys alright All right, that was an MMA real what's road. happening what's, what's up? up you got it man you got it you, you figured it
3: yeah I figured it
2: out yeah <laughs> I'm in the house so we got yeah. Jamie around here this is Shang Forbes by the way great comedian
5: uh, oh yeah got, yeah I've seen him before we got
2: yeah. mean Dog Jay, how's uh, how's now listen, I know you're a man on the move. You you got like nineteen shows in development. You're, yeah, training, right. you're training, you're training, your 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 girlfriend's a butt model. Uh how is this <laughs> how is this quarantine affecting you right now?
5: Oh, I'm fucking everything's done. You know, yeah. lockdown. No uh no no checks coming in.
3: Are you still training? So, though? Yeah.
5: Yeah, I'm still training. That's what I was doing earlier. I was out on the bike uh with uh Brad. We were out in uh Red by Red Rock, getting after it, doing some trails. So now, yeah, picking up some new things.
2: Now, now Shang, if you don't know Jay's story, so I used to watch Jay wrestle in high school. Uh, he was he was a two time state came in second in the state twice in New York. He was a beat. His name was Jay Hieronymus back then. He was small, about 100, <laughs> 115 pounds, fucking monster, right? Uh, he his he, he was adopted at age uh, one, but legally adopted at eight. So were your parents planning on returning you? Like what? What happened?
5: <laughs> yeah, it was a test run. See how? See how? Uh, see how it worked out. They might have uh, gave me back. But seriously, for no, eight years? no. Yeah, well, no. I mean, my uh, biological mother was still in the picture, so, oh. um, you know, going back and forth to uh to court and stuff like that.
2: Now, he's from but, Freeport, yeah. right? Freeport, which is like I'm from Oceanside. And we used to play football in middle school at Freeport. When they came off the bus, it was all – we knew we lost, but it was all black dudes. We were like, all right, this fucking, we're not going to win. In
5: Spanish. In Spanish. <laughs> yeah, in Spanish.
2: Yeah, we're like, we're not winning this game. This game is not going to – so Jay then went to uh, community college. He went to Nassau Community College, which was like the hottest women in the world are at Nassau Community College. You, you go to well, I went to Iowa right out of oh, I to, uh, high school. I went to Iowa. Iowa
5: Central, yeah. My coach Terry Hayes. He was like, Yo, he yo, Jimmy, he they he called me Jimmy. He's like, You gotta get you out of here. We gotta get you out of New York. And um he sent me to Iowa. And uh but I hated it. I was there for uh you hated it? Literally. <laughs> I hated it. Man, I'm a thicker. and the first thing I did was after uh, graduating high school I went to uh Iowa, man, that was crazy. So yeah, I didn't uh it wasn't, um, a good look and, um, I transferred over though, right were after the, only, the first semester. Were you the only semester. black
2: guy in, 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 at that college or no? No, nah, no,
5: nah, they actually have a lot of brothers there oh. too. But, um, you know, I just was, they didn't like Yankees. They didn't like, uh, you know, oh, they yeah. didn't like, uh, uh, East Coast guys. So yeah. I didn't really get along. Uh, well, I did get along with the athletes, but you know, I was just, it would be at that time. I didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't adjusting well out there. So then but the wrestling was great. College, I mean, for right? wrestling wise and, and training wise, it was great. I mean, um, the guy that I was training with every day and I was actually doing really well with him, his name was Ironside. He ended up winning the Juco's that year.
2: Mike, Mike Ironside. And, um,
5: Mike Ironside. And, um, yeah, I went back. I took the semester off and I went back to, uh, Nassau, which is great. <laughs> Good Nassau. like <laughs> college
2: like every kid in Long Island and Queens who thinks they're going to go pro they don't because their grades suck <laughs> but their parents like think so they all have to go to nassau community college and they beat they win every lacrosse fucking tournament in the world their wrestling team is a bunch of savages because this all yeah. guys that did nothing but play sports in high school which is they had terrible grades um yeah. so but they just end up fucking everyone up so he, he wins the junior college goes to Hopster, right um, the, the same year I got recruited to Hofstra, it was, and this guy Tom Ryan took over. Tom Ryan's now the the best. He was like the best coach, uh, and right now he's at Ohio State. But he 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 fails a marijuana test. They kick him out of school.
5: Man, right? which Man. Is, yeah. now Smoking by the way, <laughs>
2: so Phil Barone says that one day he brought boxing gloves to practice. He knocked out Tom Ryan in boxing.
5: Is that true? I don't remember that, but he definitely brought the gloves in and knocked a few guys out on the team a few times. I don't remember him knocking out Ryan. I wasn't there that day, but okay. I seen him drop a few guys in, um, in, um, in the wrestling room. And this is before, this is still when there was one boxing glove and, and a karate guy fighting, you know what I mean? Yeah, back yeah, in yeah. MMA days. So, and
2: so he then, was doing,
5: um, boxing now, back you, then, golden gloves.
2: Now, what were you ranked when you got kicked out of school?
5: Third in the country, D1. Fuck. Wow. And the test I, and the test that I got popped on for smoking weed was the school test, was Hoster's test. It wasn't the NCAA's. And it was my like last year of competition. So, you know, it was my own fault. I could sit here and blame everybody. Oh, why didn't you go to bat for me? But, you know, I was smoking the weed and, you know, that's what happened. But I felt like he could have done a little more for me, the coach at the time. And the school at the time, I mean, they knew it was my last year of competing. And, um, but you know, everything in life happens for a reason. That's what, um, ultimately, ultimately got me into the path I was into MMA. So, so
2: then, so then Jay you know. says, fuck this, right? I'm, I'm, you know yeah, what? Fuck I'm, I'm, <laughs> the system fucked me up. I'm going to sell cocaine, right? They so becomes <laughs> huge coke dealer in New York. I mean, we're talking about yeah. he's buying like fucking Lambos. Nah, 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 come on, get it straight you you're making it a movie, bro Private
5: planes
3: you doing extra No, no.
5: Mercedes <laughs> Let's say Mercedes
2: Mercedes and, You know, stuff Furt like that coat, <laughs> Fur coat, fucking white bitches Yeah, I had a fur A <laughs> little no ice, a no little no ice Not a lot of ice
5: Some dreams Yeah, some ice, yeah No flying, no jets and no uh, uh stuff like that Though He
2: gets set up but Yeah, right?
5: I was doing one his, okay One of his boys okay. set
2: him up One of his boys set him up So then he gets arrested And he's looking at, what, 20 years?
5: Uh, no, no, no. It was like, uh, five to life. Well, it carried a a life, like, you know, uh, sentence if you get in trouble, like probation. It's all set up. Like, you know, you do, you cop out to that. Now you have, you you get in trouble again. You're going away for a long time. But, um, um, it was a A2 felony, which is A2 nonviolent, which the only other charge above that is A1. So. You know, it was definitely a high charge, and um, yeah. But so it was then, great because it changed my life. You know what I mean?
2: So then his parents are like, "What the fuck? Who do we adopt?" Right? So then his parents <laughs> they put their they yeah, put, we picked the wrong one. They picked the wrong one. <laughs> but why don't we return them? We had seven years to return them. Uh, so then they put their house up for sale. Right? They had to bail them out with their house. Right? In Freeport, this nice white family. All they wanted to do was save a black kid's <laughs> life. And, and now they got to put up their fucking freeport yeah. out their this whole the life. Jail. Yeah, their That's whole life. So then Jay's like, "Fuck it, I got to learn how to fight. I'm, I'm going to prison, right?" So Phil Barone hires. So he does like five fights, he fucks everyone up, right? Knocks everyone out one round, just killing people, right? And then the judge goes, "You know what? You're a good guy. We're gonna we're gonna let you off, okay? Because you, you went to college." Well, you know no, they probation. They, they gave me probation. He moves out to Vegas, right? He joins the Still on probation
5: in New York at that. I rolled the dice again. I went to my PO and said, listen, I'm fighting now. I'm doing great. I got to get out of New York if I want to take it to the next level. I got to get out of my environment. I got to move and train with the real pros. This is when Chuck, Chuck Liddell and, uh, Tito Ortiz and Hughes and all of them were in Vegas. This is when Vegas was the shit. Dana White, you know, he's still here, but, um, fight capital of the world. And, um, Baroni was here. I was coming out to help him with fights and I'm telling my PO, I'm like, listen, I gotta go. I'm trying this new career. You know, is there any way, you know, he's like, nope. If you're, you're on probation, if you leave without even telling us, you're going to jail. So what do I do? I shoot roll the dice. I start coming to Vegas and, and then, um, you know, I'm like, Hey, listen, I want to move there. What's the, um, what's the, um, how do I move here? How do I change my probation to Las Vegas? He's like, what are you talking about? First off, that's not happening. Second of all, if that was going to happen, Vegas is the hardest state to transfer your probation to because, you yeah. know, look at look what goes on here. There's nothing here but trouble. <laughs> so uh long story short, I moved. I moved anyway, rolled the dice again. And um thankfully, I had a cool PO. I shouldn't even probably, I'm not going to say his name. But anyway, I guess he was about to retire. And he was super cool. And I didn't go see him for a couple months because, you know, at that time I was still coming up. I was still early in my fight career and I had no money to travel back and forth on flights all the time. to just to go once a month to go see my PO. So I kind of missed a couple times and now I'm shitting bricks. I'm like, Oh shit. Um, Next time I go in, I might go get locked up. So finally I just like, you know what? I got to go in, flew there, went in, I signed my name on the paper and I'm waiting like, I see him come out. He's getting closer and closer to my name, and I'm fucking sweating, man. I'm like, oh, what's he going to say? And then I see him, like, look down, and my name's next. I saw the guy going in that sign in before me, and he's, like, looking around. He's, like, looking funny at the name. Like, I know this name. like. And then he, like, tells his thing. He's like, come on, come in. And I just kept it real. It was one of the first times in my life, like, nah, I've kept it, you know, real a lot of times. But I was, like, totally honest in this situation. I'm like, listen, I had to leave New York if I wanted to better myself and better my career to get out of my environment just to, you know, and I was like, I had to do what I had to do. I didn't get in trouble, but yes, I moved. And is there any way you could help me out, like whatever you could do for me. If not, I get it. You got to do what you got to do. My man took me off probation early. He was like, yo, just don't get in trouble. I don't know nothing. And just write in every month, how you doing on a piece of paper. I was like, yo, it was crazy. It a blessing.
2: So, so then Shane, so so then, like, he, he's training one day, right, and there's some annoying French guy, and he fucks him up, right? He's like, I fucking, he's beating this guy up, this French guy, right? <laughs> then you tell him, hey, you're going to have a yeah. UFC fight against that fucking little squirny French guy. He's like, sign me up. I'm going to fuck this guy up. It's GSP, right? Right. Um, so this is his seventh his seventh fight. By the way, so I rewatched that fight last night and you know, I hate to bring up people's losses. I did all the time everyone gets mad at me blah blah. Dude, that fight, he caught you, you were out, you got back up. Then you yeah. went it for a single leg. Then he caught you again and then you got back up again. Then he caught you again and you just kept it was like you were like fucking Jason. He couldn't kill you. And yeah, then that was some nobby <laughs> shit you were doing. But then when they finally stopped it you still got
5: back up. Like Yeah.
2: But right That's when
5: I was undefeated, man, I had that undefeated uh mentality. Like no one could beat me. Yeah. I was still green, I fought that fight totally, like you said. What I was looking at, how I was beating him up in training and um you know and I was just going off the wrong thing, like, Oh, I'm gonna just run through this guy, not really, you know, I was still green and you know, he was definitely the better man that that night for sure. You know, you very, what's okay? very 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 skilled
2: down and you were like, Yeah, fucking right. Like <laughs> you were like the only guy to stuff his takedown ever in the history of fighting. Yeah. Uh I can't
1: think of anybody that really snuffs yeah, stuffs his take takes down.
2: Then stuff then, do. then yeah. I watched then I fight I watched your uh, Jonathan Goulet fight, right? And you were fucking him up in the first. I mean at one point you like Undertaker fucking slam the dude in the first <laughs> round. Yeah. Second round, he needs you. Dude, Joe Rogan said this was the bloodiest round in UFC history. I mean, yep. y- you were, how
5: much blood did you, I mean, what, were you just- there, I smelled blood after that fight for three days, just the smell of it. I couldn't, it was still coming off of me two days in the shower after that. Just, I was finding little spots of blood on me. It was so much blood. I was smelling it for a couple of days. It was just crazy. I was still in the fight, too, you know what I mean? I just oh, couldn't grab You would have won over. that fight. You
2: would have won that fight. Yeah, over. I just That's couldn't
5: it. get a good grip. You know, oh. he caught me with a good knee, and it just dude. hit the vein, and it was just every time I would grab him, it would just sprout out of my head. Dude, one time you went Crazy. for it. You had
2: a rear naked choke in, and he got out because of blood. Like, I never yeah. saw yeah. a dude slip. <laughs> 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 like, but, like, it was like a slip and slide. Just yeah, it was like definitely everywhere. a slip and
5: slide. I was... I had his back once. I slipped off just because of my blood was everywhere. It was it was nuts.
2: Oh my god! And the thing, people are dude. like, people are like you. You got to kind of no kinda, scar either. Look at like,
5: that,
2: dude. That was Nothing. unbelievable. After that, uh, I thought I was Frankenstein. After that, when I had the stitches, it was right down my forehead. You, I mean, look. I'm not gonna say you had an unlucky career because you had a great career. I mean, you had an amazing career. The top, top, no top, regrets. Top. But there were times that you're like. Like that Asker fight, you won that Asker fight. Uh the Ben Asker fight. And then this fight, you would have won. Yeah. A different ref uh, wouldn't have stopped that. Fight. The Gale fight, a different ref yeah. would
5: have stopped it. Yeah. I mean, I don't dwell on anything. I you know, again, the whole big picture of it, I changed my life from, you know, negative to a positive and what else what else more can you ask for, you know? Dude, Doing the, something else I'd love to do now. It's great. The, the Jason still in shape, fight. I still get in there.
2: Dude, Jason the High run? is a good fighter. Jason High, yeah, Oh, my God, dude, Shane. yeah, that was fun. This might have been the. This is the most I've never seen a knockout like this. He knocked him. <laughs> I mean, he was out before, and like Jason High is a good fighter, a really good fighter,
5: and into a different dimension. <laughs> dude,
2: you came in. You you came in with a. It was like a. It was a lead step fight. over cross. It was, it was yeah, great.
5: Step over cross. It's a it's an actual technique that uh, Ray Sefo taught me eight weeks out from that fight. And he's like, "Oh, you're fighting a Southport? Try this." And and I love you know Ray Sefo was my big brother, and I watched him even before I met him, and watch him knock out um Jerome LaBanner, um, Peter Arts, and all top guys. And he's showing me, and for me it was it just wasn't clicking. I'm like, you know, big bro, this ain't really working for me. He's like, just try it, try it during the camp, I kept trying and trying and then I start, you know, I start getting smooth with it and I start getting finesse with it. Come fight night, man, it was on. You know, it was, it, it landed perfectly. Stepped it, over, I, I, I baited him into it, I was throwing my jab a little out, making him step towards it and that's how you, um you know, that's the um, technique of that move, is to have them step into that direction of it and that's how it is the most, um, that's how you generate the power, and if you hit on the button, it's curtains.
2: Lights it's though, out. Just like I, you saw. I, It's just it looks so simple, but I've never yeah. seen it executed like that before. Yeah. I was like, yeah. man, they should you should you should like teach a course on that because Bang
5: I, Bang Ludwig does it too as well. Shout out to uh, Dwayne it's Bang wow. Ludwig. It's, it's, he just posted wow. he just posted something on um on Instagram with he uh, had a fight in K one. He did it too, and he gave a shout out to Ray up for. It as well. Ray was the master at it, you know what I mean? And um, I had the uh, um, pleasure to learn from him. And um, it was great. It worked. It was a And it was a crazy night that night. There were so many emotions and roller coasters because they actually made my fight to swing bout, which I don't know if you know what a swing bout is, but a swing bout is your fight is get in where you fit in, pretty much like, okay, stay ready. And we're going to put you up now. Oh no, no, maybe. Okay. Maybe two fights down the road, uh, the night, two fights after, or you never know when your fight's going to go. So it was a very well, emotional it was, uh, night.
2: Fedor versus Arlovsky. It was the affliction card. Yeah. yeah Fedor exactly. Arlovsky. And what was uh-huh. that like being on the same card as Fedor? Like prime. Oh, Fedor. It
5: was incredible, incredible, man. I mean, Tyson was in the house. I mean, you know, everybody, uh, was there, you know, cause that's when Fedor was the, the, the iron yeah. fist everybody he was undefeated then. nobody thought he could lose like 28 30 and 0 or something and yeah. you know he was he was the biggest thing in mma then and um yeah he was on the car that night so yeah. Yeah. uh my fight got pushed after his so i was really the main event <laughs> and oh, i go really? out with the bang the fireworks so yeah yeah i told you i was supposed to be i think the main event on the fs uh the fx portion of the card they had like the the fx portion and then the pay per view so yes, they made mine. they were, the
2: fight pass you it's not on the fight pass card like the whole card i watched 3 hours looking for your fucking fight last night and i'm like no yeah. it says on sure dog that you knocked him out but then they have it uh-huh. separate they have it separate yeah. so like, that's why that makes sense yeah cuz it was but, a
5: swing bout they came in Pavia was my manager at the time he's like man they you know they they're saying they might pull my my fight from the card you know, which means you know you still get your show money, but you know, and even at the at the end of the day, that's the pot of gold of the you know at the end of the rainbow is to fight and win and then get your money. Yeah. You know, guys still get money, that's great, but you want to if you're that prepared, you want to fight, you want to go out and show your skills. Right. And they're saying during the night, hey, you you fight, you might not fight tonight because they're pressed for time. But stay ready, your your fight is a swing bout now. So these are all the emotions I went in. And then, you know me, I wear the rosary beads. And right before I go out the curtain, warming up, they say, okay, your fight to go. I'm warmed up. I'm ready. Boom. I'm walking out. My fucking rosary bead pops. Well, let me not curse when I say rosary bead. Yeah. yeah. So Randy's (laughs) in my corner. Randy picks it up. He's fumbling with it. He's like, "God, just stay ready. So this is on top of everything. He puts it together somehow. He knots it together somehow, puts it on my neck. Okay, cool. We're ready. We go out, get in the ring, boom, step over, cross, knockout, boom.
2: Hand raise, it was crazy. So, so just rather,
5: leading up into yeah. the
2: Yeah, I mean people don't realize you also beat Joe Riggs, you beat Pat Healy, you beat Jesse Taylor, yeah. you beat Jake yeah. Ellenberger. Yeah. Um you you kept calling out Nick Diaz. You had a fight scheduled against Nick Diaz, yeah. and then Nick Diaz popped for weed. Uh yep. how much money did you lose by him popping for weed?
5: Wow. A lot of money. That was when, um, Strike Force was big and they were paying big too. I got a, I got a dope signing bonus from them, like 50 grand. I got a t-shirt deal. I had the, the video game deal with them. This is all before I even fought. And then when the Nick Diaz fight came around and it was big, big contract, big money and it just didn't happen. Oh. Hey, you know, out of my control. You just got to keep moving. Like you said, My career is, you know, could have definitely went a different direction on a few fights or just, you know, different decision making that I made, but I'm content. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. When I retire, that's one of the decisions. Okay. How how do I feel? You know, I felt I could have done more, but I was totally content on just, you know, I traveled the world. I made some money. I lost money, but I had a good time doing it. I I want some titles.
1: I wanna ask a question. Which what what is the like it's a corny ass question, motherfuckers always ask it, but I gotta ask it. What's the <laughs> now they do? Yeah. You know what I mean, uh what is oh, what I'm is good. the highlight of like fighting not only strike force? Because I already saw the fights I, I saw because like, like Adam stayed up all night, your movies, all that shit. He did the research, <laughs> I, he did shit. And um what what one would you say is the highlight? Because that that one night.
5: Yeah, that, that one, that swing fight, that one was pretty... Uh, yeah, uh, the high fight, uh, when I won the yeah, Bellator no. tournament versus Rick Horn, that was pretty big, cause I, going into that fight, it was crazy. I had a broken nose and concussion. Because back in the day, when Bellator had the tournaments, the fights were so close, Um, uh, they were so, uh, close, like one fight after another. So you fought the quarterfinals, you fought the semis two, three weeks later, you fought the finals three, four weeks later. So you're still damaged from the other fights. So I had a tough fight in the semis, a uh, tough guy, um, badass dude, uh, country guy that nobody heard of and he was tough. He dropped weedman, me in the first I, round. I ended weedman. up winning a fight. Yeah, weedman. Yeah. He's tough guy. Hit me with a left hook and rocked me and I ended up winning the fight. I think I dropped him at some point. And, um, going into the, the, um, final fight, I already had, was going in with a concussion, broken nose. I told Bellator, Hey man, can you give me two more weeks just so I up? could, uh, you know, heal up? And they're like, uh, Bjorn Rebony was the president at the time. He's like, nah, no, we're on schedule. If you can't fight, this is when MTV was, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, when they were, yeah, when they had MTV too. He's like, no, if you can't fight, we're putting in the guy that you just beat. We need to, we, we're on schedule. So I'm like, oh, hell no, that was the big money fight, and that's the the final fight, and then that's how you get the title shot. So, you know, I'll, okay, I'm, I'll be ready. And I, I remember I didn't spar once from that fight until um, the horn fight. I couldn't spar because I sparred once right after the week after the fight. I healed up a little bit, and I think Frank Trigg, I sparred Frank Trigg, hit me in my nose, and my nose rebroke again after being set. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's it. So I just did like the Holland drill, just the um, and I remember just feeling like I was off, like I felt uh, concussed in the nose, but in the fight I felt pretty sharp. But it was memorable just because I pulled it off, and you know I had to dig down deep to to get through it. So you went through all
1: that shit and you still pulled it
5: off. That's what still pulled it off. Yeah. So that's why it's memorable, memorable to me. And the high fight, just what I went through that night, and you know. Um, even the Askren fight, I feel like I won, but I, I just dug down deep in that fight too as well. Um, on paper, it says I lost, but I feel I won. So that's a yeah, memorable a fight. I feel I feel like yeah. I was another. I feel like I was a world champion from that from that fight. I, you know, they could say on paper I lost, but I feel I won.
2: Well, that was part one because since then. Uh, Shang, this dude, like I said, I has been an equalizer too. Iron Fist, John Wick, two, <laughs> yeah. Luke Cage, Hit and Run, Vice Squad, Fugitive, Daredevil, the Jones. Um, now your highlight—if I was going to say what's your highlight—it's got to be the scene in the Equalizer two with Denzel Washington. Oh yeah,
5: absolutely. Yeah, that was fun. That was great, man. Um, so what, what was know, what, what, I'm what in the it? car with the with one of the best in the game, man. You know, so it's like, what do you do? You know, you just sit and sit back and and learn and I have the great the best seat in the house I'm right behind him you know what I mean so it was good um it was great you know I I'm, I'm a person that I listen more than I talk anyway and um
2: well now we're uh you're not talking at all now because you just left <laughs> right when he was right when he was <laughs>
1: Today, <laughs> Adam, it has been.
2: I guess he just wants to listen to the podcast. Uh, oh my god, Jay, come back!
1: Uh, right there, oh, right when he was getting into the the other side of it, and then it to, goes out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Does he have to cut? Uh, ho- hopefully, Jay will come back. But interesting guy, huh? What a life.
1: Yeah, I mean, but the fact he turned it around—some dope shit. Yeah.
2: yeah, but also like he, you know, he's got all these acting work and and like stunt work. But um, he really started from the bottom. Like he didn't like uh, nobody just brought him in. I mean, he would show up to sets just just to meet people. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm an actor. Blah blah. blah. I'm trying to get the business. Like he really started from the bottom, and then ends up at a at a scene with Denzel Washington, and he's got like, yeah, other- in a hundred million dollar movie. Yeah, I mean that's I mean yeah, Jay's. That's
1: not that bad. That's not that bad.
2: No, okay. Here we go. All uh, right, he's. I think he's back. All right, Jay, you're back. Yeah. There uh, I was going to say, I was like, yeah, man, so you listen more than you talk and then you stop talking. Uh, yeah,
5: <laughs> that's how good I am at it. <laughs> so did- uh, it, was a, it was a great experience.
2: Did Denzel know you were a yeah. fighter?
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, come on. I wouldn't have been in the bar if I wasn't, you know, some type of experience or, you know,
2: did you guys talk boxing? The whole
5: process was, was uh, uh crazy. Not at first. No, he was in he was in his mode, he was in his character, and you know? um and um I didn't I didn't even talk to him at first, really. You know, he was just doing his thing. And um and I guess that's why he took up probably a liking to me, just because he seen how I was. Man, you know, in a car is such tight quarters too. And then in between takes you just you know how it is, you're sitting there and fucking you know what I mean? I I'm not hey man, how you doing, Denzel? You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna start a conversation with the dude. I I mean I already know he's kind of uh gets into his character methody a little bit. So I'm just letting him be himself and do his thing. And that's what I said. Again, I, I I'm i more of a, a listen more than I talk type of dude. And you know what I mean? Unless I know you and we, we, we shared experiences and then, you know what I mean? But most of the time I'm just laid back and um, he initiated the conversation in between takes and it was great. And towards the end where he was telling me stories about glory and just you know, just, it was, it was an incredible experience. You know what I mean? And then just watching him do his thing was, was great. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to pick up stuff like a sponge. You know what I mean? Just like I did over the years with Randy Couture and, and great fighters I've tra- I've trained with.
2: What was uh, Keanu Reeves like?
5: Oh, another great dude, man. Real, real humble, nice guy. Um, I got to do fight scenes with him. And, um, you know, again, a lot of these dudes are, are real, real humble. And again, I, I've been—you know—a lot of people ask me. I, I, anybody been a dick to you? Never. Be. I mean, you know, they respect me. They know I'm a fighter, and and they really uh, they're real, real genuine. They're real humble, and I Did
1: guess I, knowing them, I never say like, hey, it's
2: okay uh, to go hard on me. Uh, it's okay, hit me as hard as you want, but then you're like, um, uh, <laughs>
5: be- yeah, you got to be careful. I mean, because you know, at the end of the day, if you do hurt somebody that could be a job <laughs> it could be a reputation but also on top of that it slows down production and filming and all that stuff so now you're you're making people lose money you know i mean not only the actor or just the whole production so you know um again it's 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 uh you know not a lot of them want to or um you know i just wanted they just want more of it to look to look genuine so um, I've had one guy say, you know, you could go a little harder and stuff like that. But, but I mean, you know, for the most part, it's, uh, a lot of them train, train hard in the, in the, um, fight scene. So, so it looks, it looks, it looks good at the end of the day.
2: What was your part in, uh, Joker?
5: Uh, just help with some of the riot scene stuff. I do a lot of some fight choreography stuff too. So, um, helping out in that type of, uh, the ride stuff and, um, um, That's right. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was cool. Good movie.
2: Yeah, no, and I, I, I always see you get your ass kicked by either Jessica Jones, Daredevil, or Luke <laughs> Cage. It's always in that prison Yo. scene, and they're like, "Oh, fight yeah. him!" And you always start winning, and then you get the ship eaten out of you by the fucking people.
5: Hey man, <laughs> it's Hollywood, bro. It's it's a movie. In the it's script. It's script, acting. It's in the script. Yeah, it's, uh, I get paid for it. It's crazy because I've trained my whole life to win fights and now I'm training just as hard to make them look real to lose them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, but you recently trained with Nganu. He, uh, he walked into your Yeah. Gym. What was it, uh, what was that like?
5: Yeah, it was fun for about two minutes. And then I was like, I will never do this again in my life. <laughs> I sparred him one time and I'm like, yo bro, I'm retired. Uh, yeah, let's go a little light. You know what I mean? <laughs> for next thing I know, it's fucking two minutes in. I'm fucking fighting for my life. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I even in here sparring this big dude thinking he's going to go light? You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. But real nice guy, real humble guy. I like him a lot.
2: Okay, so you go in there, right? He's like, let's spar. And you're, and you're, and you're throwing like, you're throwing one yes, two, for uh, Jake. Power. Jake. Huh? So, okay. So, like, So, you're. A- yeah. Yeah, i pretty much shadow boxing. Okay, you're in there, you're throwing ones and twos, and then he's throwing like power rights and power, and like hooks at you?
5: Nah, 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 no, not really. He's just so powerful and such a big dude that he could be even going light, but he's just so dense and strong and big that he might be going light, but that shit fucking hurts still. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's just that big, man. and Are you wearing headgear? I'm sure he's not. Yeah, I forget it could have. I mean, I haven't wore headgear in a while just because I tell myself I'm not going hard, and then I end up fucking sitting in there fucking banging with somebody, and you know that's why I know I still feel good about myself because if I fucking quit out there, I'm just will feel like shit about myself. But I'm still in there, like all right, fuck it, want to bang? Let's bang, but not with Engano, <laughs> except for him
2: because <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like two sixty know what like one ninety? Yeah, was,
5: yeah, I'm two one ninety. 195, pushing 200 sometimes, but yeah. yeah, even when I was fighting in the best shape of my life, that'd be stupid to go in there with a guy that size and try to bang with or, you know, when we first started, uh, uh, extreme couture, that was, there was no weight classes. You go with the next guy, whoever's available in sparring. I was, I sparred for, Forrest Griffin my whole damn near my whole career. <laughs> yeah. Crazy.
2: Now, and, and you were there when uh, Baroni knocked out Hendrix, right?
5: That was it. Yeah. Yup. Yes, happened? sir. Uh, left hook, put him to sleep. Yes. You know? Night-night. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it could be a good story for uh uh Hendricks, though. I mean, he'd say, hey, I learned from it. What happened after that? I became world champ. So you learn from shit in this game. I mean, that could have been the first time he got knocked out, too, and just been like, okay, he could have went two rows. Like, this is not for me, or this is, you know what, I'm going to get better. And I'm gonna keep my hands up, and that's actually what he did, right?
2: Did anybody ever? happens.
5: That's one thing about this sport I love, or any fight sport or combat sport. There is a day when you sit and tell yourself, "Is this for me?" It's gonna happen. It's not if, it's when. When it's in a fight, or whether hopefully for you, for the guy, it's in training. There will be a day where you say to yourself, "Hmm." Should I be doing this, or maybe not so much? You can't fake it, this sport. You can only fake it for so long. That's it.
1: Let me ask you something: Has anybody tried to test you in the streets? Like, where you, um, I got I got I got to show them.
5: Show them. Uh, but you know, once you become, you know, professional or not, you know, there is some jerks out there that still. Want to try to prove themselves, so, but I mean, once you start getting paid for it, man, it's like, do I want to knock Joe Shamar out over here for no reason? And you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's more of the guy that's insecure that's on the fight, uh, street fighting and a guy that just starts training, trying to, um, you know, go out and start some shit on the street. If you're a professional and you're getting paid for it, you know, it's likely that you'll be able to separate yourself from the situation Then, you know, um egging it on or making it worse or putting gas on a fire because, you know, now there is some times where you, there's a situation you can't walk away from or something, but most time, you know, guys drunk and say some slick shit and I'm just like, whatever. As long as you don't touch me, I feel like I'm, I could diffuse the situation. Now, now you touch me.
2: Now, 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 now your girlfriend, I, I don't remember be your girlfriend, but she is like, she got what, like 3 million followers on Instagram. Like her, yeah. her, her butt's in a different universe, okay <laughs> uh, like, um, and 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 she wears like some tight clothing uh, yeah. how many times are you with her in public, and guys are making stupid comments and you gotta uh, well I train
5: you know what I mean it's just the same thing with with my woman she she already knows the, the deal she diffuses it before it gets to me, and most times nine times out of ten, a guy will understand yo I'm with my man he's right there, done. That's okay. If you got a pretty girlfriend and a guy tries to talk to, if he doesn't see you, as long as it's not disrespectful and it's handled professionally by your girlfriend or he just understands, oh, she got a man. Oh, she's with a man. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Cool. Right, keep that's, that's, moving. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But if there's an idiot, which there is some and they keep just, disres- if they even disrespect and touch her, you know, that's when I, I probably would get out of. At a character on a situation like that. But again, my, my woman is totally, um, dialed in on, on situations like that. She diffuses it real quick. Now, nah, now nah, I'm with my man. He's right there and, and nine times out of 10, my bad. Okay. No disrespect. And they keep it moving and that's okay. They didn't know that she had a man or he was right there standing there anyway. As long as it's not a fucking drunk ass dude. Grabbing, um, up on my woman or, or touching her or disrespecting her or cursing her out. I'm cool.
2: How many you know, celebrities my, though, are trying to get in her DMs? Like, oh, a lot. Oh yeah. Trust me a lot.
5: Yeah. And, and um, <laughs> yeah, and I can't wait and I can't wait if I'm on set with anybody and they, and they've tried that. But, but again, it's still not to the point of a disrespect thing either. You know what I mean? It's not to that point either. So it's not even an issue to come up at all. You know, if it's, Something where disrespectful, like, ah, oh, fuck you, man, you know, come over here. Then it's a situation. Okay. Now we might have to talk because my girl is totally honest with me and shows me stuff. So it hasn't been that either at, at all. No disrespect got, at all.
1: You got a lot of control, man. Cause I know <laughs> when I, when I first started getting decent at the shit, I would be thinking, I hope somebody starts something so I could try this move. Is that? What <laughs> yeah. You're- be crazy because i used to think oh man i've been working on
5: this kick for like fucking months and then i was yeah. Like, yeah, help somebody do some shit that so i can take yeah i mean out. it's normal to feel that way but i but the, how you feel i try it out so when you feel like i've learned this move i want to try it i go try it against the best guys in the world to see if it works in training you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean so it's I like try it on this after bump, leave it, yeah yeah see you know yeah, that's that's no wins for me I, I you know when i fought on tv i got paid for it so it's like why would i want to do it on the street you know what i mean i what i want to do when i'm not in the gym is or in the ring fighting is relax on the couch and do a nothing no no arguments with nobody you know, you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, my, old lady, like my old lady don't do it.
2: drugs you don't smoke weed you don't uh yeah. you, you don't you don't fuck around like you're like a I mean, you, you just all bought right. your second house?
5: Because I did all that shit in my fucking life, man. I did fucking selling drugs. I fucking smoked weed. I smoked out like fucking Cheech and Chong. I fucking traveled the world. I fucking did every crazy thing. So I'm just trying to relax, man. You know what I mean? And you just,
2: and you just bought your second house, right?
5: And I still play gangsters in movies. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Um, you know, I'm blessed. I bought another house. And um. yeah, it's, it's, it's okay, man. It's I'm doing okay, you know? Not right this second because the whole pandemic, but hopefully this, uh, we find a virus and I mean, we find okay. a virus. Yeah, hopefully yeah. we find a vaccine and, um, everybody gets back. The economy gets back and everybody gets back to work. The fighters get back to fighting. You know, it's, it's, uh, crazy times we're in.
2: I got, well, you're doing great, man. Fucking Shane, how cool is this fucking Jay Haran?
1: I mean, no. I'm gonna tell you, man. Oh, man. While we were trying to waiting for you to get online, I was like, "Yo, man, when's
5: we gonna get online?" <laughs> like, how you you? Yo, doing I'm. <laughs> I was. I know, man. My bad. I was on my bike running around with uh Brad in the in the hills out here, and I totally spaced out and forgot about the the interview, it's and not- then I forgot to download the Zoom thing because I've never done this.
2: It's all. Good. But we here,
5: man. We made it work, brother. We here. Yeah,
2: you made it work, man. We made it work. Yeah. You're killing it, bro. Tell. Tell the the lady you. I said hello. Uh no
5: doubt. Uh, do. Shank,
2: uh, I'll see you next time I'm in Vegas. Uh Shank, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you,
5: right, you Thank you Yo, my man Shane, good to meet you, brother. When I
1: come to Vegas, man, definitely you need to come check me out.
5: Yo, get my get my uh my math from Adam.
2: Okay,
0: That's okay. deal. All right. All right. Take care guys. Thank you guys. Tra-